Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Lewis S. Black, coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's show, we're going to talk about women's new dilemma that I just kind of saw kind of pop up in social media this week, talking about dudes that ain't shit, but they got good dick. They've been kind of talking about it tongue-in-cheek, but remember, with every joke, there's a little bit of seriousness. As you can see, I kept it a little bit more cleaner in the title, talking about broke dudes with good sex, the female dilemma. I always want to keep the titles clean because I don't need anything holding me back because I'm trying to get podcast some steam as it is. Y'all feel me? <clears throat> now, the thing that really kind of confused me about this whole topic was a lot of things. Number one... When you look at just some of these posts that I've seen on like Facebook mainly and a little bit on Instagram, they're talking about how the dude ain't shit, but the dick is good. And they're talking about it in a very joking, tongue in cheek way. But like I said before, there's truth in every joke. There's a harsh reality within every joke. Just like when people make jokes about the the wife sleeping with the mailman there's a harsh reality to that because this happened before somewhere in usa they make it seem like as if it's some type of dilemma like if it's something like what do i do and it's like you know the obvious is you don't need to be around somebody like that because a female's nature is to look for a provider and look for security and stability but they admit that they are prone to getting digmatized emotionally attached to good sex and that's the thing women try to play hardcore and they try to make it seem like sex ain't nothing it's easy for a woman or hell even a man to play hardcore and play high post and act like some bad sex ain't all that because it ain't all that so it's easy to play hardcore when it comes to that And unfortunately, your modern day woman is getting around so much and having sex so many times with so many people that they really are able to gauge good, average and bad sex. Just like a baseball player, a baseball player plays damn near like hundreds of games a season. So your baseball player can have a good game, good sex, knocking it out the park. You know, his home runs are on ESPN highlights, an average game where he did all right, but he didn't do anything worth talking about. And then a fucking bad game where he may wind up on ESPN, not because he did good, but because of how he royally fucked up. Same thing. They're able to gauge it because they're having more sex because I can guarantee you right now, if I show you a woman that's in her 40s. And somehow, miraculously, she's only been with three men. The guy that cracked her ass wide open in high school. And a guy from college when she was drunk. And then a man that she met shortly thereafter at age 22 or 23. That she wound up getting seriously committed with. And by 26, they were married. A woman like that, she can't be the expert. She can't be the one to tell you about bad sex. 
she may be able to tell you about good and bad and average sex from the standpoint of what she goes through with her husband, but she can't sit up here and make posts and talk about it because her husband is one man with one stroke. But when women have been with multiple partners and they got a body count that's up there, oh, they can tell your ass about it and they can damn near teach a class about what to look for. Now, the thing that really got me and that inspired me to make this a topic is the contradiction, though, because you'll go on some of these sites or should I say some of these groups? And I'm not going to put out the name of the group because with the way that I'm talking about this, I don't want it to come across as um, I'm not going to say blasphemous because we use that for um, our Lord, but I don't want to make it come across like I'm talking shit about them or whatever. So the name of the group ain't important anyways. I think you got to damn near get invited or whatever as it is. So for the most part, the post that I would see in there would be about what type of bills should the man pay? Mind you, we're not talking about married couples. They were always talking about that playing house shit where you got a man and a woman living together, playing house, shacking up as the older folks, our parents age would say and what should the boyfriend be doing and what should the woman be doing and you know a man needs to bring shit to the table and you know just all of this the man needs to do this the man needs to do that black men need to step up type of posting shit and i'm like okay that's the flavor of the group all right and then i'm looking at these women and i'm like okay then that group shouts out to these I'm not going to say strong because your career doesn't make you strong because that shit can end either day. Motherfuckers can fire you or um, shit, COVID. You can fuck around and have your own hustle. And if it ain't essential, bam, then what? But these women are well to do. You know, that's what really surprised me. You know, it's women in here with nice ass houses nice ass cars working some nice ass jobs damn near pulling down six figures and they're laughing and co-signing this shit and to laugh or co-sign with anything means that you've been a part of it before usually we co-sign things that we are if that we are with and that we've done before like somebody speaks out on racism you co-sign that because at some point You've spoken up about racism or you've made a tweet or a post or you've done something to kind of make your voice be heard about how you feel about racism. So with this type of thought shit and just the way that these successful women were sitting up and kiki and ha-ha with just these average women, because I know that an average woman is definitely going to run into an ain't shit nigga all the time because that's the main demographic. And yes, I said demographic that they're dealing with so that led me to believe like okay even these successful sisters will sit up and lay with a broke nigga to get their rocks off and here's why fellas and to the ladies that's listening I'm gonna confirm something and mind you I heard ladies say this and dudes we've known about this the whole time especially if you've been on both sides of the fence meaning you've been broke before are you and then you've been successful whatever whatever the reason why a broke dude and the reason why i'm talking about being broke is because this ain't shit thing i'm assuming nine times out of ten they're talking about being broke because if a dude ain't shit because 
he doesn't let you get your way. It ain't that he ain't shit. He's just got some alpha male energy going and he's putting his foot down when you ask him about some bullshit. And ain't shit as far as like, okay, if nine times out of 10, he's probably not in a committed relationship with you, but you find out that he's banging up the chicks. Well, yeah, uh, good dick is in high demand and it's a rare commodity nowadays when you think about the men that are in committed relationships being faithful the men that are happily married that are being faithful the dudes that are gay the dudes that are in jail the dudes that are undateable which with this whole new thing that i'm about to break down this opens up the whole market because now it's like okay if ain't shit dudes which like i said broke they able to get some pussy it's like everybody's eligible to get a piece so if you're broke you can get some if you are sitting up and you're just your average working class man making what you need to make to get by you can get some and of course if you are b-o-o-c-ing balling out of control then you know you always gonna get some bro now you mr big baller you know what i'm saying daddy warbucks you gotta fend them hoes off with a stick bro now check it reason why a broke dude can slay the best dick is because he gets the most practice he's broke so he ain't got no job he's probably got a little bitty hustle probably selling little nickels and dimes to his partners so that he can feel safe not even getting out here in these streets and hustling the strangers cause he ain't even got enough money to get a gun, so he don't want to get robbed or nothing like that. So basically all of his little partners get their little daily little nickel bags or dime bags from him. You know, he runs out and then the biggest adventure of his day is he goes over to the connect who probably ain't that far because the nigga ain't driving. And trust me, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody that ain't driving because, you know, not too very not long ago i was in a situation where i was having vehicle problems and i wasn't able to drive and i was walking but i was also keeping myself humble and keeping myself out of certain situations and i was striving to get one the ain't shit dude that these females were referring to is complacent with his whole lifestyle it ain't about to change nothing because he is getting the ultimate thing which is pussy so back to the script you know, walking, you know, maybe a block or so over to the man, you know what I'm saying, the plug, re-upping. Now, he's got another little ounce to work with. Flip that, flip them little ounces. He got just enough little bread just to, you know, put some food in his stomach or whatever. And then he has to slang good dick out of survival. But during the day, especially if, you know, all of his little partners hit him up early, and they all get their little nickels, dime bags, or whatever to get them through the day. Shit, there's a certain point where it ain't shit else to do. So shit, let's roam around and let's go hit up the Section 8 chicks. You know what I'm saying? The ones who kids are actually in school. She got third graders. She got a fifth grader. Go ahead and sneak up in that Section 8 Go ahead, knock her ass down real quick. You got target practice. So by the time they come around to these hostility chicks, hell yeah. 
They're giving you some of that ghetto dick. So yes, they got plenty of practice. Because while this dude is able, and mind you, I'm not saying any of this out of jealousy because one thing that I commit is I've been every dude. At one point in my life, when I was in my 20s, I was that dude that ain't have nothing to do during the day but fuck. And for some reason, when I was unemployed, I got the most pussy ever. And I think part of it was my availability. Just the fact that when they call, I ain't doing shit but just sitting up in my crib. Come through. And I had plenty of energy. That's another thing. I can testify to that. When I was unemployed, you know, damn near like a decade or so ago, I had nothing but energy. Because a nigga nigga was literally sleeping 14-hour days. Go to bed at damn near 2 o'clock. And the reason why is because I would sleep till damn near two, three in the afternoon. Wake up wired up as a motherfucker. So they getting some wired up, well rested dick. Your working man, and even your successful man making six figures, them two brothers, they're both working anywhere from 40, 50, 60, 70. And trust me, these real successful entrepreneur type niggas, even if it's not necessarily on the field or in the streets, just at home on their computer or whatever. These niggas is putting down their 70, 80 hours worth of mental work into the grind. They're constantly working, even if they're just thinking about their business. So the working man and the, and the real super, super successful man, they don't have that type of energy to put that porn star thing down on y'all. And that's another thing, because ladies, we're going to live in reality on the Lewis S. Black Show. Women look at porn just like men do and a false sense of reality is this when it comes to porn and you see what's happening with the women that energy that they're throwing out fellas it's real because women are able to just snap in and out of sex alright so it's real for the most part now ladies these dudes you sit up here and you get fooled because you click on a little clip on whatever website that you're on and you see this 30 minute clip they introduce themselves or sometimes they just get straight into it and out of this 30 minute clip it may be about 10 minutes worth of head right 20 minutes of straight fucking and dude ain't stopping or nothing and he's just the whole time clacker, 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 just going full speed, right? What they fail to tell you is editing, just like the movies that you watch on your Netflix, on your Amazon Prime, on your HBO Max. There's times where these dudes go soft, cut. Okay. Dude has to just sit there and relax for a little second, squeeze on old girl's booty, you know, play with her titties. Sometimes old girl may give him some head, get him right back hard. Okay, director's on point. All right, you guys were in this position. You was laying on your side. All right, now, let's get right back into that. We'll just take this little cut. I already got it set up. So now we're going to go from this angle. Go ahead. Boom, 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 boom. Oh. There's some times, ladies, because I'm, I'm going to put the reality into what 
has given y'all a false sense of reality. In these pornos, you'll sit up here and you'll see this dude with all the stamina. Old girl is just riding his ass like a mechanical bull. And mind you, I'm talking about she's riding him like a mechanical bull and she's one of those bout it chicks that knows how to stay on for a long time. And he just taking it, taking it, taking it, taking it, right? There's some times where these dudes nut early. Okay, boom, we're gonna cut right there. All right, we're gonna take about an hour lunch. You know what I'm saying? You go ahead and get yourself re-energized, charge back up. All right, we're gonna go right from when you was at this little angle. Go ahead and get a banner. Boom, 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 boom. Bam, 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 bam. Looks like nothing happened. So what you're seeing is a lot of editing and a lot of cuts. The most realest thing that you can see, ladies, is amateur porn. When you sit up here and you may see a couple going at it for 15 minutes and you see that the camera is literally in one position where you can tell that they done put the camera on the dresser. When you see them freaks going at it for about a good 15 minutes straight. Yeah. All right. That's real. And notice how there's even um, a difference with that. How it doesn't seem as exciting and as cinematic as that professional porn type shit. And if you do see an amateur video where, you know, no cuts and no edits, old boys, you know, lasting for about 20, 25, 30 minutes in it or whatever, that's his woman and he's gotten used to it. All right? But that's here nor there. One thing about good sex, and this is the thing that really confused me about these ladies. They talk so much about high value men and providers, but then they just admitted that when they've got that itch, with the fact that they'll sleep with a broke dude, that means that they'll sleep with anybody that's around, that I guess looks decent and has a nice size package. All right. And that's another thing too, disclaimer for any ladies listening, this ain't no bitter shit and the tone that I have in my voice is a tone because I'm always passionate about what I'm talking about so even when I talk about you know packing the package don't worry ladies your boy has been blessed <laughs> so I ain't bitter because with us when I told y'all about me being unemployed one of the things is I was unemployed I was available and what kept them coming back was this was some unemployed available certified beef that came in the right size package that they was looking for sometimes a little bit more than what they was looking for and they was satisfied now back to what i was saying good sex really doesn't have to be about your pounding her guts out you're doing what you've seen some of these male porn stars do you're sitting up here and you done put yourself on a handstand and you get, you're on a handstand and you've got your knees facing her and you done put that thing in and she's sitting down. It ain't about that acrobatic fly shit. I know some of y'all brothers is going to rewind and take notes like, hold up now. So you mean, so I'm going to do a handstand. I'm going to do a handstand. Where basically I'm looking at her toes. And then I'm going to shit up here. And I'm going to crouch down in that handstand and get one dick in the foot. Whatever. It's about a spiritual connection. It's about a physical 
mental and spiritual connection, the Holy Trinity, when they combined, when they combine, you and that woman literally become one. And that's good sex. And when it comes to that, you can be literally having granny sex. You can be having the type of sex that nobody would even want to film and put on a pornographic website. You could be having some shit that would bore somebody to death. And if somebody were trying to get their rocks off, would probably make their meat go soft. But to that woman with the fact that she was already physically attracted to you and mentally attracted to you because you just been swagging her ass. Every time you talk to her, every time you see her, you just giving her swag sandwiches. And then for some reason, y'all souls connected really because of the fact that she just really likes your ass. She will classify that as good sex. And that's the shit that she will brag to her partners about and some of her co-workers that she feels confident enough to talk about nasty shit with. And then on the second hand, you can sit up here and be some dude that's probably making some good money, but she's with you because she's probably just looking to have someone around that can take her to nice places, someone that can take her out to do nice shit, and she knows that it ain't hurting them because, you know, dude's well off to do. And she could have some pity sex with that dude because it's like, damn, dude ain't finna keep on taking me to these concerts and these restaurants and these wine tastings and these little sipping paints and all of this fly shit and getting me all of this good shit for my birthday and I'm not giving them any. I know how men are. If they don't get any after a while, or if they don't get enough of it, they feel played and they'll go find another woman that will actually give it up to them whenever they want to. Damn near to the point where he ain't gotta do shit for the bitch. I've got him in perfect position. I've got him out of pocket and putting it into my purse. So let me go ahead and give him some. And that pity pussy, even though dude is wearing it out, even though dude literally sat up and did military style push-ups in the pussy, look at you dudes taking notes again. Oh shit now. So hold up, man, hold up, hold up, black. So you talking about, so I got my dick in the pussy, of course. Oh yeah, 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 this is for a motherfucker that's packing something. So I got my dick in the pussy, and I'm gonna shit up, but I'm gonna literally do military style, Football practice, basketball practice, varsity team type of push-ups, and literally go down and just make it where my chest touch them titties. Probably even give them a kiss too. Oh, that's some fly shit. Boy, Lewis ass black, you coming up with some shit. I'm taking notes, boy. Hope we come up with another one. Yeah, he can be doing all that. And because of the fact that she ain't feeling dude, it's gonna be labeled as bad sex. And oh yeah. I'm exposing another one of your secrets, lady. Or should I say ladies? Sorry. Bad sex. When you ask a woman, if you don't even ask women their body count, I've never thought to even do this. But if for some reason you are going to ask a woman her body count, bad sex didn't happen. Bad sex didn't happen. Shouts out to one of my favorite female rappers representing the great state of Texas that I'm in. 
Meg the Stallion. She's got lines. Uh, bars, yeah, but, but, but she, she's got lines. On one song, she said, it never happened if the dick ain't snapping. Right there, she just threw it out there. To her, it didn't happen if the dick wasn't snapping. It didn't happen unless it was good sex. So I always remember that. So good sex is going to be who she's connecting with. Which leads me to this conclusion. Damn, ladies. So you mean to tell me that y'all out here, as much as y'all talk about where them dollars at? Where them dollars at? Where them dollars at? As much as y'all talk about, can you pay my bills? Can you keep it real? I don't think you can sell me and you are through why you all in my grill can you pay my bills come on now i'm breaking down shit that was playing when i was in high school see about me hazelwood central class of 2000 come on now this is the shit that chicks my age was hearing on the radio so y'all talked all that shit but then y'all admitted that, behind, that y'all admit that behind closed doors, you're not going to be out in public with them. You're not going to take any pictures on social media with them. But behind closed doors, when ain't nobody looking, y'all got a broke nigga snatching that itch. And for it to be good dick, which I told y'all, good dick is female language for good sex. Because of course, size plays a part. Size plays a part, fellas. Because the more you working with, the more you can touch that bottom. And oh, bruh, that's a whole nother show. When you touch that bottom, when you touch that bottom, she's yours. Y'all go together, she's crazy. And if for some reason you don't want to go with her, but you didn't touch that bottom, now you have, rest in peace to my boy, Action Jackson. May you rest in heaven. But something that he exclusively came up with, you and after that, do it in his voice. Oh man, Black, looks like you got a stage five clinger. Stage five clinger. I don't know how many stages my boy had to clinger. And he never really, cause all I did was ask him about stage five. Like, yo, actually, what's a stage five clinger? And he broke it down to me about, you know, basically it was his cool little way of saying a stalker. But we never got to breaking down what the stage one and stage two was maybe i'll do a vid maybe i'll do a podcast about that where i'll sit up and maybe break down the first the first five four stages of what he probably meant so it'll just be a whole state think about the clingers but you can hit that bottom and you automatically create create a clinger that's why most of you brothers notice that if you took a chick's virginity she was already on you because shit, a bottom, man, please, what bottom? Shit, it was barely a bottom. You probably got halfway in and touched her bottom. But of course, the more dicks these women have, you know what I'm saying, the more that bottom gets lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. But through all the trials and tribulations that she's been through, if you're able to hit that bottom, whatever, whatever. So I'm pretty sure that some of these chicks have had a broke nigga hit that bottom and that's got them really confused and then the last part that we'll talk about which is the biggest dilemma is these chicks will sit up here 
and get pregnant by these dudes. And here's the sad part, because I, I post that as a problem in the group when they were joking about that. I was like, okay, y'all ha ha and key keying about laying up with broke dudes. But I was like, what about if shit gets real and this dude gets you pregnant? Because if he's broke, clearly he ain't got no $500 for no, for no abortion. And if you're a successful woman, I guess you ain't got to worry about it because, you know, you spend $500 on the weekend shopping. But I'm like, if you're an average woman, and yes, there is a such thing as an average working class woman who's got a decent little apartment, decent little crib, and maybe a few little dollars in her account every time she gets paid. But for the most part, she needs her paycheck. And you ain't got $500. Damn. Now you finna have a kid with a broke nigga. So a lot of times, if you sit up here and you meet a woman, and she complains about how her baby daddy ain't never been shit, because sometimes a woman will complain about her baby daddy being broke, but then you sit up here and talk about how, why'd you even get with him? Because I heard one woman say that. And I was like, so what made you lay up with him in the first place? Oh, when I got pregnant by him, the dude was working damn near two jobs. And then this and this and that happened and life happened. But if you ever sit up here and you meet a woman and during one of your first few conversations, fellas, you talk to her and she talks about how her baby daddy was broke from the giddy up. That means that he was that ain't shit dude. He might have hit that bottom or he might have just hit them walls and made her come a little bit. And there's a difference between come and orgasm. A lot of the times, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're making these chicks come, but heaven forbid if he made her reach a leg shaking, out of body experience orgasm, oh Lord. And yeah, she got pregnant by his ass. And she got faced with a hard decision. And nine times out of ten, she probably treats the kid like shit. She ain't with him. And now she's looking for someone more stable to be around. Now that she's sobered up. Let's say that it's being dick drunk. Now that she's sobered up. And she's done with her hungo her hangover. She's drank some coffee and she's had about um, a bottle or two of water. Now she just wants to be with somebody stable and responsible. And that's where they find themselves sometimes in a dilemma. Because the honest truth is, ladies, one kid, you're manageable. You're manageable. You can still get out here and either find a dude that doesn't have any kids, but it's just one kid, or find a dude that maybe has a kid of himself and everything's still manageable. Once we start getting up into the twos and the threes and heaven forbid the fours, it becomes a very tough situation where it's like, you might as well get back with that dude that was broke because he is the father of the kids and at least y'all can have a little family structure or whatever. But that's here nor there. I just wanted to uh, break down this new dilemma that women are going through and Unfortunately, on this one, I don't have any solution because if you're going to sit up here and lay up with a broke dude for fun and then he didn't have to do anything because if he's broke, clearly he didn't take you anywhere. He didn't have a car to pick you up in. He didn't have any money to take you to eat anywhere. 
Or if he's a broke dude that ain't shit and he's got a car, he probably still didn't take you anywhere. He probably picked you up and let you ride around with him and let you hit a little bit of the loud. And then y'all made a U-turn and went right back to your place. And that was that. So if you're willing to give your body to someone like that, and I'm not shitting on them type of dudes, because, I mean, your circumstance is your circumstance. So like I said, you're talking to Lewis says Black. I have been in every type of situation that you can think of. But I'm just saying, ladies, here's why you can't get a pity party. If you're willing to sit up here and give your body to that man for pretty much next to nothing because he didn't do anything, but then you get around a man that's got a little something has a little bit of a means to a way and then you decide that you want to demand damn near the world of him that's kind of contradictory and that's kind of not right and that's kind of one of the reasons why even the dudes with money working class and the successful ones are pulling back on how much they're spending i'm not going to say tricking off but just how much they're spending and doing in general because now working class dudes are learning that damn a broke nigga was able to hit it and all he did was invite you over for literally netflix and chill y'all watched one of the new movies that was coming out on netflix that they had been promoting all week and then he had your ass bent over with the movie paused it makes it hard for us to take y'all seriously and i say us because you know i'm in the working class Meaning, hey, I got enough to, you know, take care of myself, take care of, you know, my responsibilities that I've got with the seed that I have, take care of my little bills. And I got, you know, some, some that I can go ahead and kick it in, enjoy myself with. But it makes me not want to break my neck trying to sit up here and trying to take you to the best place ever. Because men, yes, I will admit it on this podcast. Men, we want sex. We want sex. And once we get sex... When we see that there's a personality and a vibe attached to it, that's what makes us get into, I want that to be my girlfriend mode. And of course that escalates to fiance, fiance obviously escalates to wife. So if you women are seeing a lack of effort, this is why. There's been a little bit of a lack of effort of what these dudes are doing financially and what kind of dates these dudes are trying to take y'all on and how they're trying to court you and talk to you because they know that some illiterate ass nigga that barely got through high school or either dropped out of high school that didn't do shit for you had your ass bent over, folded like a pretzel, put you in the sharpshoot put you in the Boston Crab, gave your ass the people's elbow. And after he got done tearing your little fine ass up, that motherfucker got up like Stone Cold Steve Austin, drank two beers, threw him to the side, and walked the fuck out. And with that said, that's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. I'm out of here. You know where to find me on social media. Holla.